0: The talking point with Kathy Mosasana weekdays 9am till midday.
1: All right. So you heard that clip there of Babalo Madigizela. Absolutely unbelievable. I was gobsmacked, and you know the people he's addressing are they just agreeing and laughing about it like it's a laughing matter. You know, like the the country has not is not where it is due to some of the shenanigans that takes place behind the scenes. So uh, I'll take your calls on that as well. Let me welcome onto the show Ruben Maleka. He's the acting deputy general manager of the Public Servants Association of South Africa. Ruben, good morning to you. Thanks for your time this morning.
0: Good morning, Tati, and good morning to the listeners of SAFM.
1: All right, so you this week have tabled uh, your demands before the PSCBC, that's uh, the uh, Coordinating Bargaining Councils. Of course, what immediately jumps or comes to mind is the 10% wage increase that you, as uh, public service workers, are asking for. That's way above inflation.
0: Look, Tati, we have. we have been very economical and moderate in our demand. Uh, 10% under the economic situation, uh, one can say that is, is, is very minimal. If you consider the fact that the inflation is 5.9% and that uh, already the IMF, the Moody's have predicted but that by the, come the end of the year, we'll see uh, the inflation at 8.2%. And that tells you that the power of purchase of workers will be more eroded uh, when we come to the end of 2022. So already we can say that out of 10%, 8.2% is already going to be part of inflation, and which means that there is no actual, no real wage increase is of 1.8%. But taking the fact that also that 2020 we did not receive a salary uh, that we owed about 5%. So we are already in a in a big foot in terms of percentage and catch up in, in, to make sure that public servants are put in a position to be able to purchase.
1: And it's precisely because of um, the fact that public service workers did not get the increases that they were looking for in the last financial year that makes a demand of 10% maybe wishful thinking, Ruben.
0: Look, uh, we have learned our lessons. Last year, if you look at the 2021, we're in a back foot because of many reasons, one being that of... uh, the regulations, the disaster management that obviously would have denied us to exercise our rights in terms of uh, when we disagree, we can go into the streets. But we are in a good position this year where obviously we have just passed the disaster management uh, gatherings are open and we are able to go and meet our members out there to make sure that whatever that the employer comes with, if they are not happy, they can exercise their rights. We are well aware that also that... Um, we have provisions in the Labor Relations Act in terms of Section 74, that uh, the PSA will approach the Essential Service Committee to say that let's have a minimum uh, service level agreement for essential service workers so that also the essential service workers, meaning the police, the nurses, can also access their right to strike because for quite some time, we do not have that particular right. And we know that, uh, obviously, uh, we have denied most of those workers the right to strike. But given the attitude and the way that we are treated, we believe that uh, every worker in the public service, including in the health sector, must be able to strike.
1: We're going to continue the conversation with Ruben Maleka. He is with the Public Servants Association in a moment. It's 9:30. Liesel Wilson has your latest headlines.
0: Hashtag #SFM Talking Point.
1: All right, thanks for that, Liesl. We'll continue our conversation, the Thinking Point, this morning with Ruben Malika. He's with the PSA, and they're, of course, making a 10% wage demand. This is what they've put before the Public Service Coordinating Bargaining Council. Ruben, tell us about what else is on your list of demands.
0: Yes, um, one of it is the issue of housing allowance. Um, We believe that at this point in time, most of public servants' obviously, because of the banks. They are not able to afford to even have uh, you know, borrowed money or even have bonds through the banks. We know that uh, most of our, um, our members are actually between uh, poverty line and being able to afford, but they are not able to afford. So they are also denied RDP houses. So we are saying that uh, at this point in time, the public servants must be given at least 2,500 increase to make sure that they are able to at least if they are not able to, uh, you know, have a bond, they can able to, to uh, you know, build for themselves. We are also looking at that the public service must absorb all contract workers, the health workers, the teacher assistants, and the police uh, reserves, because we believe that at this point in time, these are the core functions that have been depleted of the workforce. If you look at the current uh, health system, most of the clinics are closing are working normal hours 8 to 4, because of simply because they're have staff. And it has been confirmed in research that South Africa requires about more than 10,000 new nurses. We know the school where the teachers are that they've been suffering without this particular cohort of teacher assistants and they need to be made permanent. So in that way, we are trying to make sure that end of the day, Uh, Also, it's not about the public service, also improvement of condition of service, but improvement of service delivery to the public. Because we believe that as public servants, we need to make sure that we serve the public and the public also uh, see the benefit of the public service.
1: Ruben, you have a pretty good idea of what the budget um, by government for this financial year looks like. Um, where do you think the money is going to come from? Look to fund uh, what, to, to fund the demands that you're making. Look, uh, we, we are we
0: are sitting in a position where we are coming from uh, the the state capture uh, report, and obviously it shows clearly that this country is not uh, you know lacking resources in terms of finances. The question is that how finances are being utilized. You see the reports coming from Oje General on annual basis showing a billions of rents that are lost through maladministration, corruption, and fraud. So the appetite of government as of now should not be looking at that it's a wastage to have public servants being paid. They must be looking at how they make the public's test to be efficient and not find a loophole where... Uh, money could be looted easily, and one thing for sure, that I must tell you is that we are coming from the public sector summit where we have agreed that the main problem of the of the public service wage bill is not mainly people are looking at us as public servants that we are highly paid, but they forget that when they talk about the wage bill, they talk about entities, parasitors, the politicians, the judges, everybody else. But the focus when we deal with this part of negotiations of the PCBC, people don't look at the whole basket. They look at only us as, as if they are the uh, the only cohort that is actually causing the wage bill to be high. In fact, we have just got a presentation from the employer that the, the wage bill has actually came down from 37% to 34%. And we cannot also not compare ourselves with other countries comparable to South Africa, to say what percentage of their fiscal is of the wage bill for public servants. And we are within uh, that bracket of 34%. And it's a trend worldwide. So why, it is, why is it now becoming a problem in South Africa? It is a trend worldwide that 34% of wage bill could be reasonable to be, made, uh, to be reserved for salary uh, payment of public servants.
1: And, and Ruben, you know, I, I understand the, the cause that, that you are fighting here. We live in a country that is currently battling one of the highest unemployment rates in the world. There are many sectors of this country that are not going to. Um, be getting wage increases and in fact that have not had wage increases in about as long as public service workers. So I'm just saying that the situation that your members find themselves in is not unique to the rest of of the country. Look,
0: I would not speak for other sectors, but one thing for sure is that uh, the reason why one needs an increase is not a, a luxury. It's a question of saying, are we able to afford? I'm sure it will be very uh, sad day, to, uh, one day, when you find a public servant who's unable to go to work because uh, the, he or she doesn't have money for transport. And that is exactly what we are trying to manage here. It's not that we want to compare ourselves that, look, elsewhere people are unemployed, elsewhere people... Because at the end of the day, the question is that uh, if, you don't, if you deny public servants uh, a salary increase... Would that change the situation of unemployed in the country? Because we are told that the public service is not an employer. The employer should come from the private sector. And exactly what the president said, that job creation will come from the, uh, from the private sector. And who must be an enabler of a private sector to create jobs? It's us, public servants. And But if you have shortage of staff, you have a shortage of uh, you know, employees who are capable of coming to work, therefore you are denying that... Leverage of private sector being capable to create uh, you know, jobs. So, in a way, denying public servants' salaries would not solve unemployment, would not solve also the issue of uh, those that are saying that public servants are, are usually paid. I wonder one day, and that is what we're debating, in, 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 we debated at the public sector summit, that let's take salaries of all spheres of government and compare them. Let's take a municipal manager salary, a, a CEO of Water Board, a CEO of prasa and a DG of a department. Let's put them there on on, on the on the on the on the board and say, uh, why are we having differentiated salary levels of managers that are all all of them paid from the fiscus? And that is the debate that must take. Not the question that public servants are the ones that are actually taking most of the money, therefore there's a high unemployment. Public servants would not, uh, even if they don't uh, uh, increase, the unemployed will rema- unemployment will remain in the country. There are many factors that politicians must attend to to make sure that they deal with issue of unemployment.
1: There is a high likelihood that you won't get what you are asking for. What happens then?
0: Look, uh, we, 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 we are a democratic trade union. We are open for discussion and we believe that uh, what we tabled is reasonable and uh, we believe that the employer would also be open and frank to, and come back on the 19th of May and provide a response uh, that shows respect to others, trade unions so that uh, we don't find ourselves in a deadlock and unnecessary uh, strike action. Like I've mentioned, that uh, we will be approaching the Central Service Committee so that you conclude on a minimum service level agreement that can allow because I think there's been, uh, you know, uh, you know, advantage of employer always thinking that because the health workers, the police and others are essential things, they cannot strike, therefore their work can continue. We want to make sure that also those workers themselves can exercise their right and strike by the Bill of Rights Section 23. They can exercise and go into the street. Because We believe that uh, if we have have to reach a deadlock, the only way to unlock the deadlock, uh, unfortunately, in the labor legislation is one exercising a right to strike an employer exercising also the right to lock out. But at this point in time, we are determined. Workers are angry. They know that uh, they were robbed of 2020. So we are more determined than before.
1: Ruben Maleka, Acting Deputy General Manager of the Public Servants Association. Ruben, thanks for your time this morning on Thank the you. thinking point. So there you have it, um, workers really getting themselves ready for what could be uh, a fight. And it absolutely will be a fight. Um, it, it's something that they have not able to accomplish over the last couple of years. And um, nothing in the budget suggests that 10 uh, percent demand is something that the Treasury, National Treasury, will be acceding to. So what happens then? And can we really afford to have our essential service workers going on strike? Because under the, the pandemic, at least the harsh lockdowns, we realized just how crucial the services that they provide are. So many different ways to look at this conversation. I'll be taking your calls on zero double one We'll kick it off with Butana in Rosebank after this.